welcome to Seasons of Skyrim, a custom 5th edition D&D adventure that focuses on the stories of our characters as they explore the world around them. I am your host and DM, Scott. Hi, my name is Shannon. I play Arnis Grey, or Grey the Great, to my fans. I am a half-elf bard. Hi, my name is Chris. I play Vale the Changeling Rogue, sometimes known as Kara Frostfall or Lord Carver Golddagger III. Hi, my name is Nate. I play Darvin Grimm, the Human Monk. Thank you for joining us. Please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. Encountering the God of Death is not an everyday occurrence, even for devout worshippers. Korm appeared in order to bring order to an otherwise unruly abuse of their power. Their appearance riled curiosity for many, and brought a certain amount of notoriety for our heroes. They would have to deal with the fallout for that string of events, whether they wanted to or not. And once that thread gets pulled, there's no telling how far it will unravel. We left off last time with Vale and Arnis returning to the Bard's Rest, and Darvin returning to his monastery after the incident with his journey at the Temple of Hotram <coughs> on the west side of town, where they came face to face with the God of Death himself. And we will start with returning to the monastery of Kuram with Darvin. When you return in search of rest or information or just peace and quiet. In this fight? I don't know. What's your, well, what's your intention as you go home? Firstly, a lot of shit's gone down that I feel is above my pay grade. So the first thing I need to do is find my immediate superior, whose name I totally forget. Do you, do you happen to have the name of the... I can give him the name right now. Yes! Or we'll go to Scott's big list of names. Or we could just go Smith Chimes the second. Swear to God. Chimes. No more Smith Chimes. <laughs> no. So you return to the monastery of Koran, looking for Remsen, your new mentor. Is he Michael Stipe's son? Why would he... Oh, God, no. No. That's a good thing, because if he lost his religion, the results would probably be deadly. I quit. I'm going home. Koran shows back up, murders everybody, the whole planet dies. End of story. That's a whole lot of work just down in flames, Scott. Yep. <laughs> Sorry. We will rebuild from the ashes. <laughs> Can we? Okay, fine. Everybody on the surface of the planet dies. People who live in caves and such might still be alive. She lives in a basement. That's not underground enough. <laughs> All you've got is some wooden planks All over your head. Right. Your fucking t- <laughs> anyway. Anyway, moving on. Anyways, Darwin returns to the monastery in search of his mentor, Remsen, to discuss the recent activities. Luckily for you, most of the monastery, once you get underground, is a buzz of activity. There are lots of worried people and panic faces running to and fro, and you can easily find Remsen in his office. Hey, Remsen. Darvin, what are you doing here? I've, I've got a lot on my plate right now. Just, can we talk really quickly? If it's quick, yes. Fine. What's all the buzz about? I don't know if you noticed or not, but a bunch of dead people started getting up, and then they just stopped. And now I've got some fucking librarian breathing down my neck about some old books, and it's just all a massive headache, so if 
you're not here to help, I'm gonna need you to get out. Nope, that's actually exactly what I came to talk to you about. Okay, good. I knew this was a little above my head, so I figured I should report exactly what happened. What do you know? I tell him the story. I don't remember okay. the exact details, but I tell him the story. You tell him how you were at the temple of Karam on the west side of town, and you tell him how his journey went crazy with power and started raising the dead until the god of death showed up and just murdered everybody. Re-murdered. Re-killed. Re- Not re- everybody re- in there was murdered. <laughs> Some of those people just, you know, died. Re-killed and re-killed. I probably leave out that my old mentor was one of them. Keep that bit of information for myself. Remsen asks, so you saw Koram in person? I did. Did he say anything to you? Yes. He flips through some papers, like just trying to find one with some space to write on, and grabs a pencil. So what, did he, what did he say? I have to write this down. The only good death is a permanent one. The only good death is a permanent one. He didn't say that out loud, but he did change the altar to say that. Yes. And that does catch his ear. That explains a, a lot. Good, I'll, I'll take this up the chain. Um, how, how are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess. How are you? Oh, good. Good, good. I can't have another mentee dying on me. Wow. Rest, and uh, if we get any new information or if we need anything from you, I'll let you know. Many uh, mentees have died on you. Uh, I don't want to know. Uh, enough that the boss tells me I have to ask, all right? Well, okay. Do you have anything else? No, that's it. I retire to my quarters. Sleep off the day's activities. Yeah. Darvin, you awake, your bedroom door is open. Your roommate has already left. Remsen is standing outside with two members of the city guard. Remsen tells you, these men have been sent here to bring you in for questioning. Given the nature of it, I think it's best we cooperate. Is this what Karam would want? Well, I... I can't speak for him myself, but it's probably better for us here in the monastery if, you know, the city guard aren't breathing down our necks. And if they want some information from you about yesterday, he says without mentioning exactly what it was, it's probably best we play along. I'd do what's best for my god and his people, so be it. These two members of the city guard are dressed in simple leather armor, carrying spears. Very fine-looking spears. Solid metal spear. Some nice carvings on the handle, and they will escort you out. So with that, we'll move over to the Bard's Rest. I have a question for Vale. Oh. Your room's in the basement. Mm-hmm. What's the door situation like? Top of the stairs? Bottom of the stairs? Top of the stairs. Okay. And then, given my kind of desire for secrecy, I like to think that my bed's in the corner behind some barrels, that sort of thing. Yeah. The basement also acts as storage for some stuff. And you did not overdrink last night. Mm-hmm. But Gray the Great did. Hell yeah. So, Arnis, we'll start with you rolling a constitution saving throw with advantage for your hangover. I like it. Good night's sleep. Still not very good, though. <laughs> Eleven. You've got a pounding headache this mm-hmm. morning. Yep. And you'll be at disadvantage for any mental checks or saving throws. Good God, that's everything I do. Perfect. You make other people make saving throws. Well, I guess that's true. Unless you're trying to, you know, perform. We're going to start downstairs. Vale, after you prep yourself for the day, making sure you look Kara as fuck. Given the recent events in my life, I'm also going to be 
wearing my leather armor under my traditional garments of a bar made because I keep running into trouble. It's good to know. My rapier, though, is stashed away. Do you have any weapons on you at all right now that, you t- that you're taking upstairs? I'm not going to take the spine sheath dagger, but I'll keep the dagger on my leg. So I've got okay. one with me. That's good. Oh, dear. And you spend some time down in your room getting dressed, getting your armor on, getting your weapon in your boot, making sure you're good to go for the day. As you go up the stairs, at the top, sitting in front of a closed door, is Lorraine. And she just has the biggest shit-eating grin on her face. Well, well, well. You've been a busy girl. What do you mean? I hear you finally killed that guy. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, come on. You've been trying for months. I take a quick look around and see if there's anybody else in the bar at this point, or is it just you? You're not in the bar yet? This is at the top of the stairs, just in front of your closed door. That's why I wanted to know where the door was. Got it. Yeah. She snuck in in the middle of the night. Well, given the contract, couldn't be traced back to me. Had to look like an accident or natural causes, so it took a little longer. Fine. Sure did miss out on a few marks, though. Some good killing. Easy stuff. My skills will never grow if I continue to take easy target. Oh, well, you've been working on that one. I've been getting paid very well. And she kind of pulls out from her shirt just this little stack of papers, going through, like, names of people that she's, like, little cards that you get with new targets on it. And she's just X'd each and every one of them out. Oh, this was a gambler who didn't pay his debts. And this was some guy who helped run some kind of drug smuggling operation. This person cheated on their wife. And we're just, just going through it. Does your visit have a point? <laughs> well, of course I wouldn't be here without a reason. As fun as it is to chat. And? Well, if you must know, I've got a few extra targets that maybe I can't handle right now. And what are they? You'd have to agree to help first. Oh, no. Why would I help you when you very clearly were trying to take my turn? It was just good fun. I mean, it was more than just good fun. Oh, no. She just says that she... She enjoys fucking with you. What are the targets? We've got a couple uh, a couple of journalists talking too much. About the guild? You have to agree to help if you want more information. Are these official targets? Got the letters right here. She holds it up, starts tucking it back in. Alright, I'll help you for a 50-50 split. Roll persuasion. That's going to be a 20 total. Sure, 50-50 split sounds good. Do you have anything to eat around here? I'm just starving. Why don't we go for a walk? I don't want to be sitting here with her. Sure, we can find something in in the market to eat. Awesome. Thank you. She'll agree to this. It's going to end so horrible for you. No, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. Arnis. Yeah. Ow. Can you wake up? <laughs> yes, you've got a very heavy headache. What are you doing this morning? I'm going to counteract this headache a little bit. I'm gonna go down to the bar and see if I can scrounge up a little bit of a little bit of ale. Hair of the dog. Oh, okay. hair of the dog. Yeah. That's not gonna be a problem. You can pretty much drink the cheap stuff at will here. Tobar, you know, figures that's just part of your payment. You get a place to sleep. You get to performer. You drink. That usually helps you perform, but you know, sometimes you overdo it. Apparently. Usually keeps other people in the bar and drinking as well. Tobard's already up. He got up well before you. And he's setting up for the day. Up from the basement, or out from the door to the basement, Vale and a small, very small, half-orc woman step out. 
and there's a loud banging at the door. Oh my god, somebody Like the, the front that. door. No, that's... To make, that, oh, make that stop. I will punch them. Oh, 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 I got the door. You just get feeling better for tonight. Oh, I just make the pounding stop. He goes to the door. You can both give me a perception roll. I got a tree. Um, I got an 11. There's a very loud banging at the door. No. Tobar rushes over to open it up. You see, pushed past him are a couple of city guard. Decked out very similar to what Darwin would have seen. Their armor, spears, real shortcut hair. And I instantly look to Kara. Uh, or not to Beefy look to your Kara. To, to, to the half orc. I instantly look at myself. I'm so pretty. Uh, they barge in. We're looking for an Arnis and a Kara. Oh, now look at you. We understand that they reside here. And Tobar, uh, is, is everything okay? Have they done anything wrong? You guys are free to act during this time. Rain takes a look at the guards and look at you. Just kind of takes a couple steps away. And they start looking around. And they only see three other people in the bar. Yeah. Oh, you two. Let me point both of you. Arnis. They look at you, Arnis, a little bit. Just stop shouting. And Kara. Yes? That's two of you. Come with us. Can I put some um, clothes on? Wait, what are you dressed in? Like, my pajamas. Oh, okay. He kind of does a little head nod, follow thing to his buddy. My buddy here will go with you to get whatever it is you need. Oh, if you need to get dressed. Lovely. You can watch me change, too. Oh, come on now. Alright, let's go. Just want to make sure you don't try to run. Dude, come on. No, you have a hangover? I don't. Just... So you head back upstairs. Yes. Uh, and you've got a guard following right behind you. Come along, Kara. What is this about? You'll find out when we get there. Am I under arrest? Not yet. Then what is this about? Think of it more of an inquiry. Concerning? We'd rather not talk about that here. Well, I'm not one to go with a guard who won't tell me why I'm going. All right, roll persuasion again. Or intimidate if you think you can intimidate him. Oh, let's go with persuasion. That's a 20. Look, yesterday got a little crazy, and Count Valance who you know to be the ruler of this city. He's the guy who lives in the royal house up on the east side of town. He'd like to gather some information, and from what we know, the two of you were there. Okay. Was it that hard? Is it that hard to walk across the city? No. Don't press your luck here, lady. <sighs> you can go once my friend's here. Yeah, they'll wait for Arnis. Are you just getting dressed? You, sorry. Arnis, you go in your room, close the door behind you. The guard is waiting just outside the door. What are you getting? I put on just common clothes, not like entertainer's okay. clothes, um, but I put on my armor because I don't know what the hell's going on. What kind of armor do you have again? Leather? It's leather armor. And I grab my loot because I don't go anywhere without my loot. If there's a if there's an equivalent of sunglasses, I you put just pull them your hood over. Or or a hat or like a hood or something, like I pull that down. Cause... You got a hat? Yeah. Do you, want a, do you want a big floppy bard hat? Yes, I really do right now. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, you've got one. Cool. I put that put on. It sun Blow it down a little bit. Sun is bad. And uh, strap the loot to me. You walk out. The guard looks at you. I think you're a bit overdressed, but look, we don't have a whole lot of time. Just come on. Stop yelling. I'm not yes, yelling. Yes, It's so loud. Just stop. Can you roll a persuasion, please? <laughs> Turns out hungover bard is hilarious. Oh, 21. All right, fine. I'll, I will try to keep it down. Thank you. Please, just let's go. All right. All right, he escorts you back downstairs. 
Kara going freely with these guards? Yeah. Okay. Hesitant. It sounded like you already agreed to. Just want to make sure. Before you get to the door, Lorraine says, You know what? I think I'll just come back later tonight. Sure, Lorraine. Brave soul, Lorraine. They didn't want me. I know. And as you walk outside, you notice there are two more guards who are waiting outside the front door for you. And they escort you towards the east side of the city. Across the stone pass, up onto the main road that leads directly up to the royal house. And along the way there, you run into Darvin, also being escorted by two guards. Darvin, are you dressed in your monk outfit with the hood and everything? Yeah, I would be. Okay. I forgot to ask before. Oh, what did I make sure? But you still look the same to them as you did before. The two guards escorting him join your group, and so now the three of you are being escorted by six guards up towards the royal house. Awesome. As you travel up the road, you can see the giant stone walls outlining the perimeter of this. There's a very large gate, metal, like wrought iron bars. It's open, guarded either side. It's the daytime, nothing really going on. As you walk through them, you see the grounds, which are actually really nice for this area of the mountains. There's a lot of flowers that don't normally grow in this area. Building is made of very nice stone. There's some good wood accents on the architecture. There's a banner hanging above the main entrance. The banner, which has the image of Ulvanir, the elven god, which shows an elven face in profile on the side of like, like a drum tower that you'd see on a castle. Round tower with a little square saw teeth top in gray and yellow and green. Do you wish to say anything to each other on before you get in? The guards are just walking behind you at this point, just making sure you keep moving. But the three of you are all there, if there's anything you want to say before you go in. Who's that lady? It's a long story. You tell me later. It's just a uh, former associate. There's, there's nothing you need to know about her. You're in trouble. I'm fine. You sure? You'd tell me if you... If, if I needed your help, I, w- I would totally ask. Okay, just... just yeah. Pull your hat down just a little, <laughs> just a little lower. Kind of cover your ears a little bit. <laughs> As you approach the main entrance into the building proper, you can see a trio of guards standing around this halfling woman. Very big, thick, brown hair being held back with a number of iron rings. Fierce eyes and a gagged mouth. And her hands are tied behind her back. And they are just not so gently pushing her between the three of them as the guards escort you inside. You make your way to the main room where Count Valance is seated upon a very large wooden chair. He's an elven man. You can tell from his seating position he's still quite tall, but very thin. And over his shoulders he's wearing a pelt of a saber cap. Nice. So he's got the head coming up over his right-hand shoulder, tail coming around on past his left side. To his left, there's an aged man who seems to be like his note-taker. So that way he doesn't have to remember. Everything's written down. Anything of importance is written down. He's not like a court stenographer. And they escort you up to the good Count Valance. Hello. Thank you. He speaks with a very... It's not high squeaky... But he is definitely on the high end of the tenor oh, range. No. <laughs> Try to subtly. Like, Thank you for joining put me. My fingers over my ear. Like, oh, God, the pain. Um, <laughs> he turns to his man. Uh, what, what were their names again? And just shows it down. Yes, uh, Aranus Gray, I believe it is. I hear you're quite the musician. <laughs> I see you've brought your lute today. Do you intend to play for me? I'd 
Oh, I take it everywhere. Can you not talk so loud? I'm sorry, but whispers are for secrets, and secrets just will not stand in this house. Oh, God. Oh, my head is pounding. Okay. And you, Kara, you work at a bar of some sort? Yes. Thank you for being here. And you, young man, the only name I have written down here for you is Darva. I'm afraid I don't know of you at all other than you work for the monastery. Correct. Very good. And as he greets you, all but two of the guards leave. They are stationed back by the door. Now then, I have been hearing some distressing news from the guards and from members of the community about an incident at the temple yesterday. And I understand that the three of you were there. Please tell me what happened. I wish to know. If you've already had reports, don't you already know what happened? But I haven't had a first-hand report yet. Please tell me who did this. Who did what? From what I heard, previously deceased people... (laughs) Out of character, I'm laughing. Not in character. (laughs) I just want to be clear. (laughs) Uh, From what I understand, some of our dearly departed rejoined us for a moment. And then... Left again. And since I understand that the three of you were there, I would like someone to tell me how this happened. Who did it? If anyone has a answer to why this happened. Anyone? Oh, dude. So he claps really? his hands I, I, I very loudly. I shoulder and be like, okay, okay. Um, and I step forward and, 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 you know, very penitent, petulant, all of that jazz. You know, my lord, the, 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 the simple answer is that a, a visitor to town who we know was named Hazerni, found a way to, through magical powers, because he wanted to bring his wife back from the dead, bring her back, and then in the process brought back everything around him. It was pretty simple. Hmm. Magical powers, you say. These were his own? They were from some sort of connection to a deity and some sort of artifact. Ah, an artifact. I understand that sometimes the temple will keep artifacts on hand. Are you saying that it was the priests there who let this man obtain the artifact? No, it wasn't the priests. Did he bring this himself into town? No, he bought it in town. Do you know this? I know it was purchased in town, yes. Do you know from where? I know exactly from where, and I give him the location. Very good. He motions to one of his guards to come up, and as you give him the name of the shop, which now is going to need a name, we'll say it was called the Traveler's Companion. He summons his guard for it, tells him to go to this shop and bring the owner here at once. The guard leaves. Another guard comes in to take his spot. While we wait for this gentleman, do you have any more information? A man named Hazerni shows up. He acquires a magical item here in the city and starts raising the dead over grief. Is there anything more that I need to know? You might want to ask the priest at the other temple who was there, too. He knew more about the statue. And what is there any wanted? Hmm. Which priest was it, my good man? Okay. Uh, you would remember his name being Diego. His name was Diego. Oh, Diego, go! Very good. He motions forth for the guard again and sends him off. And another guard comes in to replace. He's got plenty of guards in here. Well, six of them brought you in, and there were already five more outside that you saw. And this is a rather large house, so he's got enough to keep him and his grounds protected. Don't worry, I get like four attacks per turn. <laughs> yes, the priest. That is a wonderful idea. Tell me, what caused it all to stop? 
who stopped him from raising more dead? Karath. The god. Mm-hmm. Yes. Am I to believe yep. that a god showed up? Yeah, he took on the form of the statue in the middle of the temple and pretty much stopped the whole thing. Mm. Yeah, pretty much he did. The only good death is a permanent death. So I keep hearing. Very well. Is there anything else while we wait? I don't think so. Hmm? Uh, well, you know, he's going to find that anyway. I guess that's true. Has already acquired the artifact that rose the dead through a misguided act of kindness, shall we say. When we first saw Hazerti, he was an old man who got mugged by a bunch of teens in the street. Mm -hmm. Uh, They stole his cane. We chased after them to retrieve the cane, in which time they had broken it, returned the pieces to Hazerti, and offered to procure him a new one. He means they. I chose not to get involved in such No, he stood by as Hazerti's cart was robbed, so you may want to deal with that. And then we went to the Traveler's Companion to find him a cane. We bought him the cheapest one we could. We brought the cane back to Hazerni, and then turned out it was more than a cane. I would not tarnish the streets with vigilante justice. As Kara is explaining what happened, Count Valance's note-taker is frantically writing everything down. This is all new information that he didn't have before, and it does seem to be quite important. And you wait around for about an hour. Oh, crap. Count Valance is perfectly content to wait in silence as he enjoys a drink and a small plate of cheese, which someone has brought to him, as the three of you stand there in awkward silence. Before one of the guards returns and has with him the owner and operator of the Traveler's Companion, whose name is Hudson. He comes in, hat in hand, looking very worried and a little bit in awe. He has certainly never been allowed into this part of town. And Count Valance looks at him with very sharp eyes. You, shopkeeper, I understand you sold these folks an item the other day. Is this true? Nervously nods. And then he looks to you. This is the man? Yes? Yep. Yeah. Tell me, as he addresses Hudson, what were you doing with this item? He's confused, I guess would be the best way to put it, and a little scared now. Oh, I, uh, I, 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 it's just a cane. It's just a piece of wood. Honestly, it wasn't even a very good one. It kept getting returned. I, I, I swear I had no part in this. Count Valance says, This was a rather powerful, magical item, it would seem. Or so your customers attest. Now, as a shopkeeper, you do know the laws. Yes? He nervously nods. Yes, according to the Reclamation and Registration Act... Any reclaimed magical items are be to return to the authorities so that they may be properly sorted. And he just continues to and says, I, I, I have no idea. I had no idea. If it... Can I interject? Oh, absolutely. You guys can talk whenever you want. If it helps count, he really, truly did not seem to have any idea what the cane was. It seemed no one had told him why they were returning it. So mm-hmm. I believe he had no idea what he had. I okay. it's going to help him or hurt him, it, but... It's better than saying nothing. Something corroborating <laughs> his story. Hmm. I want to see the guy hang. Hmm. Something he didn't do. I see. This may be true. Before he can continue his questioning, Priest Diego is escorted in by a guard in somewhat of a rough manner. He looks three of you. Is this the priest? Yes? Yes. Yes. Good. Priest, you saw the effects of this item, yes? He nods. 
Would you say they are consistent with the effects of your artifact? He again nods. Yes. Are you aware that this man had the item prior? Shakes his head. No. Diego says, I, I knew the magic was lost. I had no idea where it went. Mm. Apparently he had been keeping it in his store for some time. But if you're willing to testify that this was indeed your artifact, and he indeed did have it, then I think that's a pretty open and shut case for you, Hudson. Uh, and he, uh, uh, what? Violating the Registration and Reclamation Act. Even if Every they... shopkeeper knows that if they have reclaimed magic items, they are to be returned. And keeping them is a violation of the act, punishable by arrest. And he Even if you don't know you have it? I uh, don't we'll, understand. We'll determine whether or not he knew he had it. Uh, but for now, he will be held as he wow. motions his guard forward. And they grab Hudson by the shoulders. And he starts, no, no, I honestly had no idea. And they take him out of the side door. Well, thank you. You've been very helpful with at least one matter of law. Now then, we've determined this was a magical artifact of one of the gods, and it was eventually brought back to the temple. Where is it now? Is it still there? It was destroyed. Well, if it truly was destroyed, then I guess that's the end of that matter. Hmm. You know, the three of you have been very cooperative. I want to thank you for that. How would the three of you like to help me just a little bit more? Depends. And he looks around at the three of you. Of course, my lord. I have no particular inclination to do so. It depends. Did you say that out loud? <laughs> that you don't want to help? I don't say I don't want to help. I have no particular inclination to help. I guess it means the same thing. That does mean the same thing. <laughs> it just sounded better the way I said it. You're to acquiesce to his request? Yes, yes. Means no. <laughs> unless, unless ordered by those above me in my organization, I cannot get involved in matters of state. <laughs> Secular matters in general, let's say. He kind of scoots towards the edge of his throne and leans out, snuggled down one of the arms, chin on his hand. Really, is there no way I could convince you? Get my superior to tell me to do it. No. Young man, it would be a it would be a shame if your father's friends knew where you were, wouldn't it? What? It would. So perhaps you could help me, and in exchange, they continue to not know. In exchange, I could continue to serve my god. Your work would no doubt be of service to your god. Then I must agree. Oh, very good, very good. And the two of you would would you? Also, like to help. I already said yes. It, okay. It would appear that <laughs> I have no choice. He's really only blackmailing Darwin. Yeah, but I mean, whatever he knows about him, nobody knows. So, like, it would seem that, like, so mm-hmm. uh, it would appear I will have little say in the matter. So, I'm happy that you volunteer to help your city. Very good. Now, tomorrow, we have a very sensitive matter of state to handle here in the city. And we will need the public, let's say, sated, and a certain person protected. Tomorrow, we pass sentence on a traitor to our lands. She will be hanged in the square, and we need to make sure this stays very public. I understand that she has a number of supporters, so we need to make sure the crowd stays peaceful 
and that no one gets to her until tomorrow, when our executioner can do the job for them. Uh, might we ask who we're going to be protecting and preventing from being sentenced? Or helping make sure his <laughs> sentence. Let me fix that. It is a woman by the name of Labruska. She has been spreading libel and slander in regards to our king and his family. So she must be dealt with. And as much as I would enjoy doing it quickly, we need to make sure that everybody else knows that these actions will not be tolerated. Okay. Sure. I'm, I'm along for the ride. Very good. Everybody's in agreement here? I say nothing. Okay. Yeah. One of the guards will escort you down to her cell. Please keep an eye on her through the night. And then tomorrow, when she is escorted, let's say, to the gallows, we will need to make sure that the public remains calm. Surely someone as talented as yourself can make this more of a show. Uh, you'll keep them, keep the public calm. You'll, you'll pardon me, sir, <laughs> but uh, my, you know, song library doesn't come with a whole lot of tunes for public execution. A, a drinking song, then. I'm sure someone like you knows a drinking song. <laughs> sure. Very good. A drunk public is not a riotous public. Okay. I leave out the, I'm not sure that's true, but... <laughs> He's definitely coming from the whole opiate of the masses type angle. Oh, I get it. I've seen some angry drunk people, mm -hmm. but apparently he hasn't, so... Okay. Why would he ever see an angry drunk person? He true. lives a very posh life. He lives in a goddamn high town. When people get drunk, they just get handsy and sleepy. He's never seen someone mm -hmm. get thrown through a door because they were in a drunken brawl. Those are all the people that go to public executions. <laughs> yep. Oh, this is going to end so poorly. I'm not going to tell him. <laughs> if there's anything you need in order to be successful, please let one of the guards know. I'm going to be happy to make sure it happens. Are we going to be the only ones watching her through the night, or will there be other people? There are other guards down in the cells, but I definitely want to keep someone on her at all times. I just wanted to make sure we could get some sleep, you know, be yeah. fresh, ready yeah. for tomorrow. Yes, well, as long as you don't continue drinking, I'm sure it'll be fine by morning. I don't assume you're providing the alcohol, so I think we're fine here. Okay. Uh, if there's nothing else, one of the guards will escort you down to the cells. Are we going to, you know, be able to go home at some point between now and the execution? Oh, if there's some of your personal effects you need, by all means, one of the guards will help you acquire that. They will they will escort you there. Not go get it themselves, obviously, because they don't like going to work. As far as he's concerned, you're a temporary employees. You're like contractors yeah, right now. That's how he's and concerned. If, <laughs> and if you need your own personal tools to get a job done, that's fine. Okay. You told me to play, so that's all I'm going to do. No, I'm good. I'm going to go back for the other dagger, huh? Darwin? No. I'm I'm trained for procure on site. I'm trained to grab whatever the nearest weapon that I can use is and pick mm -hmm. it up. So. so you've got your jobs, protection, and crowd control for this this woman, Labuska. Would you all like to go down to the cells now? That is where apparently your, uh, we're being shuffled. shuffled. We have no choice. Escorted to. Well, you can always say no. Yeah, somehow I think that's not going to fly. Just because he blackmailed someone. It makes me feel all warm and fuzzy. You two could say no. We don't know what the effects would be. Yeah, no. Do My I... character wouldn't. They already said yes. I wouldn't say no. Someone's... Not to the not to the king or lord or whoever it is. He's the count. He 
He's like basically he's, in charge though, so. He's like the nephew of the king. I would One be. of the nephews of the king. Okay. The guard escorts you down a number of flights into their cell area. There's maybe ten holding cells here in the basement of this royal house. It is certainly not a clean place. It doesn't smell. It's not like they let feces and urine just stack up. Prisoners get buckets. and It is still where the Count lives, after all. They can't have that wafting about. These are more for prisoners of state or temporary holdings for people who are caught on the grounds doing illegal things. Got it. And the guard escorts you to a cell, which has stone walls on three sides and a metal gate on the fourth, which is where the door is. And behind is that halfling woman that you saw outside. Her hands are no longer bound, and she is no longer gagged. She's in there. She's found a couple of stones on the ground, and she's throwing them against the wall, picking them back up again, and throwing them against the wall, picking them back up again. The guard says, this is her. Make sure she stays safe until the execution tomorrow. If you need me, I'm going to be back there. And he points to the entrance that you guys just came in through. There's a small little table and chair for a guard to sit at and keep an eye on everything that's going on. And there's a ledger as well as who's in here. Then I'm going to go ahead. He walks back over there. He sits in the chair and leans up against the wall. Like you do. Spear at his side. Unless there's anything you want to do between now and the execution. Nope. Just kind of put it back against the wall and... Wait. No, I want to talk. Okay. What are you talking about? What do you want to talk about? Who do you want to talk to? Is to. Okay. Uh, it is possible. About? It is not for men to decide the fate of other men or women. So are you saying that you believe that the law doesn't have the right to decide fate? The law does, but I serve a higher law. Well, okay. I'm not really going to want to argue theology with you here, but you're saying that your religion believes that they are above the law? No. We serve a god. Okay. So are you saying you don't believe in capital punishment then? Except handed down by your god. States don't have capital punishment rights. Correct. Because that's man interfering in. (laughs) Well, but then by that right, you as a man shouldn't have the right to kill someone. And I say that as I look directly into your eyes, knowing what I know about what you did. I do so only by the commandment of my god. You kill people for your god? That, wait, what? Okay, okay, wait, wait. I'm like super hungover. He just said that, right? Yeah, he did. He did okay. just say that. I just, I have to check. You're Why? hallucinating things from the drink. No. Go back to sleep. What drink? I wasn't asleep. What is it's wrong like with one you? in the afternoon. I mean, I honestly, I don't believe in your god or any god really for that matter. What I do believe is the safest way to get ourselves out of this position is to do what we were asked to do. You saw my God. Yeah, so that doesn't mean I believe in his preachings. So yes, I believe he exists, but I don't believe in what he teaches. If we break the will of my God, we will be punished accordingly. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, though, but the only will of your God is that the only good death is a final death, right? It's the only tenet of your God. That is not the only tenet. That's the only one left on the statue, but I don't believe that changes. That was in a different church. That wasn't even my church. I do not believe that changes the basic idea that it is for Karam to decide when someone's time has ended. Well, then how do you know that Karam hasn't decided that this person's time has ended and this is how it's supposed to end? Because this is not how Karam works. So you know the entire intention and exactly how your your God works in every situation. You're directly connected to your God. Of course not. I feel very uncomfortable. 
They are just talking about life. I I have, it's the last piece of bread at the table. I have nothing. Yeah, I have like nothing to add. I'm just. I, I feel very uncomfortable. But we serve cram, and these men do not. How do you How know do you that? Know? We both gotta say that together. You know you serve cram. They would, don't really. I, I would. I would know if they served him. That's Do you have some sort of like weird. Highlander sense <laughs> when another monk is around? No, no, just that, just I figure you know I'm in the Karam monk community. I figure I would know him. As you're bickering, no, having a theological discussion. For the record, Scott, yeah. about the whole capital fund punishing, I don't feel like particularly inclined to stop it because what other people do is their business and they pay mm-hmm. the consequences as Karam sees fit. I just worry. I just think that if I get involved, it's bad. That's why. It's not like I'm out to stop every execution. It's just mm-hmm. I can't get involved in this one. So as the two of you are having your open theological discussion, <laughs> where you fully respect each other's beliefs and all. Very uncomfortable. Arnis, you get hit by a stone, a, a small stone, like a like a pebble. Uh, Labruska has thrown a stone at you through the bars. Even if it doesn't hurt. Psst. Ow! Hey. <laughs> Hey, you, the three of you aren't guards, are you? For today, we are. Look, um, will you be guards tomorrow? And the day after? Uh, tomorrow, yes, day after, good. Hopefully not. God, I hope not. I got a job. What, what is your job? Oh, I am not inclined to tell you. Let's see, she's going to look you up and down here real quick. And she's going to know because she's I'm dressed. Crit. And you're wearing a loot. Yeah, well. I bet you're some kind of musician. Are oh, you? Sherlock. Probably. And with that attitude, I'm guessing on the west side. Tell me, what do you owe to this elf, to this count? Look, lady, I know what you're trying to do. I get it. Yeah, I really don't want to die tomorrow. Yeah, I'm not a career guard. You think you can persuade me to do whatever you want? Look, let me just tell you something. First of all, I'm really hungover, so don't hit me with any more rocks. <laughs> Second of all... They don't exactly give me much free reign here. I can't just go out and tap you on the shoulder. I just... I get that. But enough with the rock hitting. Second, I'm not particularly inclined to help anybody really but myself, so... The only reason I'm here right now is self-preservation. So you're not going to get me to not preserve myself. (laughs) Okay, maybe you don't act out of the kindness of your heart. Perhaps you could do it for the benefit of your pockets. You're in jail. How is that going to benefit my pocket? Well, if I'm out of jail, I'll have access to my funds. And what's to say that you just don't, that I don't let you out or misplace you and you just run away and then I get thrown in jail with nothing to show for it. I imagine you'd want to come with me till you got paid. And where is it that you would be going? Just outside of the city. Little place. I've been just outside of the city. There's big ass fucking owls out there. (laughs) I'm good. What? It's true. It's true. <laughs> These things are big. Although it's not like I haven't done my fair share of travel, but mm-hmm. she doesn't know that. She shakes her head and just feels kind of lost talking at you right now. The two of you. Clearly one of you could stand a bit. A good paycheck. I think you're barking up the wrong trees, lady. I don't know why, but I think you are. <laughs> lady, I, I, I definitely could be swayed by your coin, but the fact that 
you know, the lord of my realm is asking me to do a favor is much more important. Oh, what a liar. <laughs> Your allegiance to him is more important than someone else's life. From what he says, you committed a crime and you're receiving your fair punishment. All I did was write and speak out. I have never hurt anybody. And I'm going to die tomorrow. Is that right? Well, I mean, I'm not the law, but writing and speaking out can be considered treason, depending on what you're saying and writing. So, yeah. (laughs) What? Apparently, Mr. King on High over in Vermilion doesn't like it when I say that maybe not all of the people he claims in his family are actually part of the royal family. He's putting nobodies in charge of whole cities, and if we're going to do that, we might as well be electing him or having a council. Why do we have a royal family if they're not even a family? Can you prove any of that? If you get me out of here. (laughs) Jesus. Oh, I'm... She starts patting herself. I'm a little, you know, light on information. Okay, so here's the deal. So you have this proof somewhere. (laughs) In what form is this proof? It's like family trees, some sort of genealogy, which is a word that doesn't exist in this universe. (laughs) Or is it like, like what? Documents, heraldry, what? I can bring you to living proof. Living proof. What does that mean? You're, you're not seriously considering helping her, are you? No, but I want to know what she knows. Because <laughs> this sounds like a really good story, so I really want to know what she knows. No, I'm not going to help her. I just want to suck up all the information. It's like, oh, you're done. Well, but I mean, like, you know, I, like it, it is not in my best interest to try to save her, but if there's even a shot that she's right, I would look into it later. <laughs> Man. Uh, my character is to ask her. Mm, I can't save her. I I will die if I save her. I will get thrown in jail and die because I helped a treasonous person. Go what? ahead. Living proof. You were explained. There is someone mm-hmm. who's in charge of one of the more southern cities. Mm-hmm. I can take you to him. He is supposedly a cousin, as she air quotes, uh-huh. of... The Great King. And I can guarantee you that this is just some nobody, some friend that he paid off. And if you meet him, you will surely see it as well. What does that mean? Look, I I would love to tell you everything, but I've only got about a day left. Mm -hmm. If you were to get me out of here, Mm. I could escort you there. I just don't understand how you I get you a face-to-face with him. I don't understand how you just know on sight that somebody's not royal. If you've spent enough time around Hiles, you can spot when someone isn't. Let's set that aside for the moment, shall we? And discuss practicalities. But practicalities you, of what? If you don't want to help her, that is fine. You don't have to help her. You can also roll an insight to see if she's telling the truth. Hmm. I like I'll that. that. I've got insight. I'm not really paying attention. Yeah, I got like a five. I'm not even really paying attention. I got an 18. Nice. Our two death dealers over here are inclined to believe that she's at least not lying about anything. Arnis, you've performed for enough people. You know when someone's being dishonest. She probably could not get you a face-to-face with whoever it is she's talking about. And it may not be so obvious on the surface. But it is. these are statements she believes to be true. Okay. She believes it. She might be extending her ability to prove it to you. She definitely believes it. 
She's given public speeches. She has written pamphlets and like, posted them up on doors and thrown them off of buildings at people. There's a good chance you could have seen one of these if you were in certain parts of the city. And it's just, it's easy to ignore postings. But yeah, this is what she honestly believes. But if, okay. if you're not helping her, you're not helping her. From my point of view, yes. if I refuse to help, it will likely result in my death. The execution, I mean. Right. If I help, it will also likely result in punishment of my god, a.k.a. Ooh. death. So from my perspective, a third option is definitely in my best interest. Maybe it can get us somewhere where we can be protected from all of this. What do you see that and third for, option yeah. as And for you two, it's the same. If you complete this task successfully, you're going to be in his service forever. I don't see it that way. I don't see that way at all. He hasn't said anything about that. It was implied. He only... He said one more thing. Is this, yeah. is this your character trying to make us believe that? Or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, fine, then I can respond in character. He, he never said anything like that. He said that this was the test that we would do, and then we were done. It was an opportunity to help him. We're doing this for him. And your name will be in a book as someone who did a good job with an unpleasant <laughs> task that he can turn to in the future. Man, I just I want to do my lord a favor and go back to the bar. That's all I want to do. I wish it were as simple as that for me. So it sounds to me like Aranis and Kara are fully on board with walking this woman to the gallows tomorrow. Unless I get a better and offer. I don't know that I like it. And Darvin, he wants another option? I'm just not sure what that is. The only other option is to free her and then go with her. There's plenty more options. Uh, it just depends. Like, if you are set on keeping her alive, there's not so many more other options. I could pray to my god for guidance, and if he commands it, kill her before the execution. They've also given us leave to, you know, go get stuff yeah. if you want to. Yeah, you, you all have permission to leave. We just need another. As long as one of you is here. I forgot about that. Okay. You're more than welcome to go leave and just talk to give to you some extra or get stuffing. stuff. I must confer with my... Or just run away. Run away. That doesn't seem like a good None idea. None of you are prisoners. Okay. I'm going to exercise that right then. I do need to go tell Tobar what's going on at some point. <laughs> it's just one night, but if you want to tell him, you can certainly make time for that tonight. I just, yeah, I want to let him know. Okay. Just kind of... We'll follow Darvin. No problem. Because yours is just going back to the bar and yes. telling your boss. Darvin. I'm going to go see... And I have an escort, right? Yes, you will have an escort. Does the escort have to follow me everywhere? He will follow you two buildings. He's not going to go into the bathroom with you. <clears throat> okay. He's not going to go into changing rooms with you. Okay. Unless you start fucking up real hard. <laughs> if you tell him you need privacy, he'll get it to you. I'm going to the monastery. I'm seeking out Remsen. The guard will wait in the the ground floor foyer area while you go about your business within the monastery. You go see Remsen. You found him. Boom. Done. Hey, you made it back. Yes and no. What's going on? Everything cleared up at the royal house? Far from it. I need to rent something by you. Mm-hmm. I have been asked to become personally involved in the execution of a woman. Are you swinging the sword? No. How are you involved? I am watching her for the night. In short, I'm a guard. I'm okay. supposed to escort her to the gallows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's going to be hanged. But it's going to be an execution. It is going to be crass and vulgar and everything we mm. seek not to do in death. Not only that, but correct me if I'm wrong here. Is it not for only Karam to determine when someone's time has come? You're not wrong. See, the thing is, we don't get involved with matters like this when the state, when Valance needs to execute somebody. 
But you found yourself involved somehow. He shakes his head, just, that's not good. What do I do? Clem's not going to be happy. Well, I couldn't pray for guidance and hope he asks me to kill her. That would simplify things a great deal. Well, you know, you're not the only person in this monastery, right? Yeah, let's forget about those other guys. (laughs) I'm just the best. At my level. Look. No disrespect to my superiors. As he just glares at you. Present company included. No disrespect. I'm the best among my brethren. Okay. If you want to believe that, fine. I don't care. You're going to be involved in someone's death. And it's not their time. I I could double check, but... We would know if it were either. We would know. Agreed. You can either remove yourself from this situation, or you can take penance afterwards. There's no third option. What do you have in mind? Some sort of daring rescue mission. There are two other guards with me, but I'm having trouble getting them to see the problem. If this person that you're set to guard manages to live until their rightful time of death, Karam wouldn't have a problem with that. would be free and clear by all measures of the monastery. So that is really the only option. I don't know if we could protect you from the law. Do you know what my penance would be if I participated? Do I know that, actually? I don't think you would know that. Just okay. because people at your level don't tend to disobey. We're plebs. It's usually people who are farther along and get way too full of themselves or just start losing faith. Gotcha. And they start going a little a little buck wild. But at your level, it would be more like it'd be more like a folk tale, like, oh, they didn't follow one of Karam's orders or they disobeyed the will of the god and now they they lived in a hole for a week or they went out to sea naked and swam with sharks or something. Just all really kind of out there things. It would be hard to believe any of those are fully true. Okay. In that case, I am asking, what would the penance be? We'd have to wait until after this person dies. To determine? To de- yeah. It, it would come from Karam himself? It would come from above my station, at least. Understood. If penance is fine, fine. That's why we have it. We're not perfect. Say I decide to try and rescue her, Mm -hmm. because for reasons which are probably obvious to you, outright refusal is not an option. Outright refusal of what? To to participate. Mm. I can't just run away. You could. I can't. At that point, you would no longer be involved in this woman's death, and therefore you would not be committing sin. Yes, but he's not giving me that option. Who? Your mentor? Remsen or Count Valance? Count Valance. Oh, yeah. Remsen knows who I am. Yes. Well, I mean, he knows your first name. Okay. He doesn't know my family. He may not know your family. I think think maybe the other mentor knew that, but he might not. This guy's your new mentor. He obviously doesn't care about you nearly as much. He probably didn't read your file or nothing like that. Okay. Gotcha. Count may not have given you an option to run away, but that's still an option. (laughs) Okay. Very good. But as far as Remsen is concerned, it's up to you to decide. If you're okay with penance, by all means, do as the Count's asking. If you choose to save this woman, that's your call. You're square by the monastery. And if you run, yeah, you're still fine by us. I didn't know. Sort of. Thanks. And you return to the royal house, back down to the cells, where your friends are... Sorry. They're not your friends yet. Where Arnus and Kara are. So what have you been doing while he's gone? Just sitting there, watching? Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Just keeping guard. Uh, is there anything else you two would like to do tonight? No, just go tell Tobar, like, hey, was not as easy to resolve as I wanted it to be. That's fine. You can tell Tobar you're still not done, but you'll be back the following day. Is there anything you would like to do, Kara? 
No, because I know that if I go talk to Lorraine, this woman's going to be my target, and the plausible deniability <laughs> of not knowing that means that I don't have to worry about angering my guilt. So, nope, I'm going to stay right where I'm at. So we're going to pass through the night. Is everybody sleeping here by the cell? Is everybody sleeping at the same time? What's going on? I intend to ask for a place where I can rest. Oh, out of sight. Yeah. (laughs) I want to talk to the prisoner a little more. Kara, the guard by the door will escort you into a side room where where the guards will sleep. It's not quite like a full-on guard house, but when they're down here and they can't leave, it's just like there's a small, like, closet, basically. Got it. The bed is a little short. It's a little low. It's a little hard. But it's more private. And there's a spot for a torch on the wall. (laughs) Then that's that's where I will rest when I take my rest. You want to talk to Labruska a little bit more? Yeah. Let me make myself perfectly clear. I may empathize with your plight a little bit, but I have no specific interest in your politics or what happens to you. Her head drops. Her hair just kind of falls over her face. However, I serve a god of death, and I'm not to get involved in matters of state, especially those pertaining to death. That would be a sin against my god. So I cannot do this, but I also don't have the option to say no, for reasons we don't need to get into. I can't seem to convince the other two. So let me ask you this. You have to make it really easy for us. Do you have a plan for getting out of here? Basically, run. That's a terrible plan. I mean, once we get out of... If we can get out of this building and past the walls, we could probably get into the mountains and just kind of skirt around the city. Until we get back to my place. How many guards are in this building? You would know that in total, you've probably seen about 20 of them. Now, they do take shifts and rounds. So there's not 20 of them all waiting outside the door. But, got it. There's at least 20 of them spread out across the entire grounds. There's at least two dozen guards. How are we going to run? I'm small. I know how to stay hidden. Hidden where? It is dark. Don't understand Uh, what you're implying. She doesn't have the blueprints, let's say. To this building or the grounds, but she knows that it is dark. There are trees, there are hills, there are statues on the ground, things to hide behind as you make your way out. But she doesn't have like a map with a line, like dotted line, do, 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 jump over this, do, do, sneak around this guy. She's much more used to hiding out among people rather than escaping after capture. The odds would not be in our favor. They're going to basically be zero after tomorrow. No, they're not. They're doing what they think is right. <laughs> I, mean, no, I didn't say I thought it was right. But it's not helping me. They're doing what they believe is in their best interest they, right now. Yeah. Which is even better. Self-interested characters. Okay, I'm going to try to talk to her then. Okay. Because I believe she's the closest. You can talk while... And I wish I had higher charisma because I'm trying to take the empathic approach, which is not actually mm-hmm. the reason I'm doing it. Well, go ahead and talk to Arnis. Carl's probably off sleeping now. Mm-hmm. So you're really okay with this? Okay with what? What we're doing. I never said I was okay with it, but I saw how that dude threatened you, and I don't need any of that crap on my head. So, I mean, I don't particularly see that I've got a lot of choice. Let me worry about me. What does he have on you? Well, how would I know? Have you ever committed any crimes? (laughs) As far as I know. Who's your family? They don't live here. Do you have any illicit associations that can't be public? Maybe besides you two? (laughs) <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> no. You have nothing to lose. Uh, 
I don't <laughs> I don't think that's true. I have a if not well respected, well liked position <laughs> at a tavern that will get lost if I get in trouble. My friend who runs the tavern will probably also get in trouble if I get in trouble. Also, there's that whole, mm, there's like a million guards here, and oh, wait a minute, what's that thing that could happen to me if I try to run away? Death. Not about that. I could offer you a degree of protection, you know. From who? The monks? Sure. Okay. I don't know what monks are or what they do. I have no idea. You Like, just <laughs> so you know. Like, yeah, okay. I'll come with you and we can all pray to your god for protection. That sounds like a great idea. Can I do like a badass martial arts demonstration to try and show her how awesome I am? <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> you can give me an acrobatics roll. Do I need to roll anything? 14. Do I need to roll anything? Mm, that would have been a good time for a crit. Insight. Okay. Yeah, let's go with that one. 16. <laughs> This dude in robes is just jumping about, spinning around, <laughs> waving his arms. Like you just don't care. It's not uncoordinated, but it looks more like a dance than an act of protection. <laughs> He's clearly a capable person, but what about your what about your job as a bard? What about my job? What did he ask you to do for this execution again? I forgot. You just want to you just want me to remind you so that you can be like, oh yeah, then you're not gonna be well liked anymore because you helped in an execution. That's page one out of my own handbook. Thanks. Play dumb. Been there, done it. Sounds like you're making my point for me. Threw the book away. You're gonna be that bard. What's your first name again? Aranus? Really? <laughs> Aranus. Aranus. Sorry, my mind has been preoccupied with things of more substance lately. In my name. Perfect. That's great. That you want to be remembered as Aranus the Bloody the Bloody Bard. Aranus the Butcher Barbed. It's actually not a bad nickname. It would Aranus, inspire fear into the hearts of people. The Bardly Butcher. Bardly Butcher. I like that. You got any more of those? My family would not hire Aranus the Bardly Butcher. Your family? Dude, but you can go adventuring with that name. Yeah, but I don't I don't know who his family is. What? My family. Your family. Your monk family? <laughs> Do they need bards often? <laughs> My biological family. As I understand it, they have been most generous toward you. And I can tell you that we do not hire butchers to sing songs. I, we, we don't hire entertainers that remind people about blood and death and gore. I Okay, first of all, I don't know who the hell your family is or what you're implying. Trust, because trust me, you know. But... Okay, that could be any one of a dozen people I've played for in this city or thereabouts. So, okay. Second, nobody hired me to sing songs about blood and death. I believe you'll remember that I told uh, Sir Valence... Count. Count, whatever. That I don't have a lot of tunes about, like, death or executions. He just wanted drinking songs. Now, let me just let you in on something that I think you might be missing. So, he doesn't think that people get violent when they get drunk. I've worked in enough taverns to know that he's wrong. <laughs> now, if there are enough people who support this woman and enough people who do not, do you think that we're getting out of there tomorrow without an all-out brawl? Because I don't. He wants me to sing drinking songs so people will be drinking. When people drink, 
they lose their inhibitions. They start saying whatever is in their brain. There is no filter. Fight. Are you suggesting that we instigate some sort of hubbub? Oh, I'm not going to instigate anything. No, All I'm going to do not. is do what he hired me to do, and he thinks that it won't be a problem. Of course. You're going to play music to get the crowd involved. Yeah, which is exactly what he wanted me to do. We're going to find out what their opinion on the matter is. Whether we want it or not. And you could probably, even to make it showier, let her tell her side of the story. No, yeah. he's not going to let me do that. It's not about let. You're in charge. You're the one doing it. Well, but I, but see, then that puts me in a precarious position again, right? It's not like me going to a party and singing a duet with the drunk hostess. Like, it's not like that at all. What it is... That's exactly what it is. No, she's not the hostess here. And, and that was a very nice duet you sang, but a drunk... Oh my god, is that your family? Holy shit. I, oh, um, maybe I should stop talking to you. <laughs> You're out of my league, man. <laughs> right now, I'm the only thing between you and total destruction. What? Wow. I, what is that supposed to mean? Whoa. Good thing I'm not there. What? Mm. I. What does a, that mean? I'm just a bard, bro. Like, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm exaggerating quite a bit to try and achieve my own ends. Are you trying to threaten her? On that? Um, not like me threaten, but intimidate that bad shit is gonna happen if she doesn't help me. Yeah, that sounds like an intimidation roll. And you're gonna need to roll insight again. Okay. I'm like, please let me roll something. Oh, it's not. Oh, well, you're gonna do better than me. I got a nine. I rolled a 12. Yes. What was it you said again, Darvin? I'm the only thing between you and destruction. And I reacted exactly as I would have. Ah, Yes, you don't know if he's going to personally destroy you or if he's just going to pay somebody to do it. No, 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 no. I'm not threatening you. What? Are you sure? It sounded like a threat. It's not a threat. Threat is already there. You just can't see it. What? The threat from who? From whom? Sorry. From where? From what? From, from, From Valance and for your career. Trust me, if you get involved in this... Your life will never be the same, and possibly your career. I, I think that my life will probably end if I don't get involved, so I don't... Uh, I mean, like, I'm sufficiently scared of you, dude. Like, good job, but I I, just, I don't uh, I don't see how that changes my situation. You are in prime position right now to try to force her to do something. Damn. But, sorry, you're in prime position right now to try to force him... Arnest to do something since he is now afraid of you. Uh, or at least afraid of the situation. And that's not against my alignment because I'm lawful and neutral. I don't care what happens to you. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, I mean I'm, I'm not without. What? I'm not a sociopath. I might empathize a little bit, mm-hmm. but to further but, my own ends. Yeah, you don't innately care for all of the creatures of the forest and right. all of the people in the city. I right. do. <laughs> If you want to keep scaring her into doing what you want, that's up to you. But she certainly seems more pliable now. <laughs> Sorry. He certainly seems more pliable now. It's my only option. I can't believe you see it that way. Really? Yeah. Out of character? <laughs> like terrified right now. So, Darwin, what do you do? I'm stupid. So you and I need to come up with a plan to minimize your involvement. Let's say. Oh. Don't worry. We'll keep it so that you're doing what Valance asks without losing some of your bigger clientele, such as my family. Um, 
doesn't see how that's possible. Given what you've been saying. Well, you've kind of taken a step down for your threats there. Damn it. So if you want to... might need something to punctuate it. You mean like a... Oh, that would do it. But no, I'm not. If you want to take a swing at her. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not evil. But you successfully threatened her with words at this point. You need to... If you were able to make the consequences clear. Okay. And specific. Gotcha. The main thing I worry about for you is not just your career. It would certainly be hard for you to get your usual work once people associate you with death and blood. But, you know, maybe you could find another career as a janitor or a... Oh, nobody wants Kara's job. (laughs) I don't know. You could find another career, perhaps. I don't know that much about you. Maybe there are other things you're good at. But I do believe you would be forever in his service. And that cannot go well for you. The more you get involved with royals and aristocrats, trust me, the more dangerous your life becomes. But, wait, you're telling me don't get involved with this royal so I can be involved with other aristocrats mm-hmm. sometime in the future? No. Yes. I'm saying don't get involved at all because that makes your life. So you're saying that I should not play any more parties either? No. So Darwin. Because those are the same level of people. No, let me simplify this a bit. I'm poking home. Okay. Darwin. That's what I do. What is it you want Aranus to do? What are you trying to convince him is the right decision? At this point, the idea he's given me, and remember, this was your idea, it seems like a better bet than trying to sneak her out past, you know, 30 guards. I how this number just keeps going up. Right. Well, I said two dozen intentionally. I was exaggerating. I was like, I'll just round up a bit, but... It seems like our best plan might be to try and instigate a riot. So rather than preventing a riot, you want to cause a riot. During which... I can get behind this. I already said that one's going to happen anyway. Right, so it's not even us causing it. During which... Maybe... When a riot happens, all hell breaks loose. Maybe the halfling halfling gets away. I wish I knew about his character because that would help so so much this entire conversation's happening and i'm like <gasps> i know in the next room <laughs> we just take a quick like five second pan over to kind <laughs> you dick actually just that bail, would be bail yeah and then just right back to no seriously let's start a riot well, we're not starting a riot you're gonna do the job he tasked you with people are gonna be drinking you're gonna encourage them to drink and as part of the show because in order for people to be satiated that justice has happened... Just tell everybody to ignore security and rush the stage. Well, if you call for people to riot, it's a lot different than, you know, encouraging one. You have to let her speak so that the people can really hate her and really want her dead. How am I going to do that and still fall within the bounds of what... You were asked to do originally? is asking me to do, because he's basically asking me to, like... Keep everybody calm and semi-distracted. I got it. Let's talk to the halfling again. Perhaps you could set her tail to music in a manner that is clearly mocking. You know, this is the evil halfling. This is what she did. This is why we're killing her. Yay, happy day. Then you'll be doing exactly what he asked you to do and no more. And I think in the long run, you will be safe. <laughs> if you guys want to go and try sad. to start a riot... Through folktale music? I am down. I will support this idea. This sounds phenomenal. (laughs) This is probably the most important performance of your life. I just think it would make for a more entertaining execution, and that is what you were asked to do. Imagine how pleased he will be with your initiative in taking the time to construct a song tailored for this execution. Not sure that he's 
so interested in my initiative or my thoughts. He also hasn't asked for artistic control over your performance. He will be pleased and you will be in his favor. And that can only be a good thing for you. Perhaps. Unless there's actually a riot, in which case he has someone to blame. The bar. If such a thing were to occur, over which I don't see how a bard would have much control, but if such a thing were to occur, I would then be obligated to provide the bard with a degree of protection. I just, Valens doesn't seem to care a whole lot about people's intentions. Meaning that the shopkeeper, he didn't know what he had. He had no idea. Oh, Hudson, he's in one of the cells just down the row. Yeah, Valens didn't care. (laughs) He has two witnesses who said, no, this guy had no idea what was in his shop. Not a clue. And he didn't care. So I don't find it particularly a stretch that he will blame me if there's a riot. Right, which is why you're going to do exactly what he asked you to do. I don't know. I'm just if there's putting a riot, it out there. It's because his plan was flawed. Right, so, but he's not going to blame himself. That's way different than selling a less good. No, he's not going to blame himself. Why would he be at fault? He's going to blame me. I'm the perfect scapegoat. Or maybe he'd blame the rioters. They're the ones rioting. Nope. I'm the easiest one to get to. Anyway. It's up to you guys. Oh, I'm going to do it anyway. Make it a, okay. I'm going to do it anyway, because it's what I was hired to do, and that's what I'm going to do. Because this guy has no idea what actual drunk people are like. So now we must talk to this woman so that you can write her tale. I already basically know her tale. I know it enough to put it in a song. Hmm. Are you planning on telling Kara what you're going to do? I don't think that she needs to be involved, no. I don't know, man. I've seen her with a blade. She's playing the humble servant right now, but I'm not sure she actually is. In fact, I'm pretty sure she's not. (laughs) We should consider getting her involved. Before we do that, we need to determine what might get her interested. What does she care if there's a riot or not? That I couldn't tell you. I don't know a whole lot about her. Well, she's asleep right now. She will be for a while longer. Unless we wake her up. But if you want to go wake her up, yeah, you can do that. Well, I need sleep. Mm -hmm. You're welcome to go wake her up, if you like. I don't know why she wanted privacy. Are you just going to sleep out here? Yeah, why not? You can lean up against the wall, pull your giant bard hat down. I'm going to go wake her up. So you walk up towards the entrance of... I would have put the torch out, by of the, the way. S- That's fine. You walk up towards the entrance down here to the, the royal house cells, and there's the guard. He's dozed off. And across from his little table is the door to where Kara is sleeping. It's closed off, right? It is closed right now, okay. yes. So I'm just going to knock on the door. Kara, wake up! Wait, I know your name, right? I mean, your Kara name? Yeah. Your Kara name. Yeah. Kara, wake up. We need to talk. He didn't see me change... No. ...shapes, no. No, no, no. No, no. no idea. Nobody here it. knows your changeling. Got it. Um, we just wanted to establish that clearly. No idea. But definitely knows your name. He's so. knocking on the door. And I probably yes. want to find out now, because I knocked on the door. You're asleep. Let's see if it wakes you up. That's a five. No. You knock on the door, and there's no response. Car is heavy, is asleep heavily. Try again. A little louder. Right, roll one more time. Four. That's less than the last one. I rolled over and went into a deeper no sleep. No matter what you do, car does not seem to wake. I'll open the door. That door does lock, but it requires a key to lock from the inside. Because guards can use it as an emergency place to hide in case of a prison riot. It is rare, but just in case, like they demanded, no, 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 no. Key lock on the inside. But so it's unlocked. Okay. Yeah. Car does not have the key. The guard would not have locked her in there. You open the door. It is completely dark in there, because she snuffed the torch. 
and it's not like I can light it. There's a very small little bed, and under the blankets is Kara. So I can see, right? You don't have dark vision, right. so at most you can see like a lump, like a very rough, shadowy lump in the bed from a little bit of the light spilling in from the hallway. Okay. But you would not be able to make out anything. Like you can barely tell where the bed is and that there's a person on there. So I guess I'll just kind of inch my way over to the bed. Okay, you walk over and you're standing above Kara. And I'm not touching you because, you know, but... Kara, wake up. Are you just saying this or are you going to... Oh, you said you're not touching her. Yeah. What'd you roll? A crit. Okay, this time, there's no door in between the two of you. It's a little bit closer. So you hear his voice in your sleep and your eyes snap open. And it is completely dark, but you know there's somebody else here in the room with you. You are under the blankets at the moment. I'm going to pull the, like, classic little kid move, and I'm going to pull the blankets over my head and be like, no, let me sleep. And while I'm doing that, I want to shift into my disguise. Clever. You do that thing, and because he has dark vision there, he does not have dark vision. There's absolutely no way in hell Darwin can see any, have any clue of what you're doing. I'm like, what? We need to talk. This couldn't have waited until I was awake. I don't usually like to be awoken. No one does, and for that I apologize, but I believe it's a matter of life or death. You should, maybe just a a word of warning, not sneak up on sleeping people. I could have very easily reacted by, you know, attacking you had I been a different person. Okay, but given the circumstances, as much as I agree with that, (laughs) given the circumstances, that's a chance I was willing to take. Okay, and I can sit up and... I think we may be in serious trouble. I don't understand what you mean. I was talking to the bard, and he expressed the concern that alcohol and music tends to make people angry. He thinks that Valance is setting us up for a riot, not intentionally. He has created perfect environment for a riot. Uh, isn't that, like, the reason why the bard's supposed to be there? To, like, play soothing music so the riot doesn't happen? In theory. Well, don't you think that Valens, in wanting us to be there and do our jobs in the best way possible, wouldn't mind if the bard didn't play, like, a drinking song, but, like, an entertaining ballad or a dancing song? Absolutely, and I think the bard will do his best to make sure there is no riot. But that being And then the said, rest of our job is to make sure that the riot doesn't happen or we put it down quickly. So we need a plan for if the riot does happen. Because it sounds like the bard is pretty concerned that it will. Just a moment. Isn't your whole plan to instigate this riot? Yeah, but I'm not telling her that. Oh, okay. I didn't know how much of the plan you were letting her in on. So we need a plan in case it doesn't go well. Because you know we will be held personal or responsible. Well, the town guard will be there. So if the riot happens, we assist the guard in keeping the prisoner protected and in custody. That's kind of our job. That's it. That's the best you can do. And when we're the ones in that cell... Why would you be in the cell? Can I roll an insight? Yeah, sure. See if he's not telling me everything he's got on his brain. That's a 21. You can roll deception, since you already admitted you are lying. (laughs) He's definitely not truthful. Darvin, while I can't see your face, I can tell from how you were saying what you're saying that you're not telling me the whole truth here, buddy. I I think you seem to be speaking for the bard a lot. Let's go talk to the bard. So when when Darwin's caught in a lie, will he just try to avoid it? I think so. I mean, he's trying to do his best for his god. If that's the case, then yeah. Right now, showing his card seems like a bad idea because he knows how she's going to... 
Harness, why did this Whoa, what? monkey was... man wake me up? Oh, Darnus had just fallen asleep. Do me a favor. Tell me what's going on with this liar, and then why don't you go take the bed, and I'll take my shift. What? Liar? He's telling me that you're all afraid that there's going to be a riot, and I'm trying to explain to him that I've seen you play, and if you're really afraid of a riot, you would play something that would help prevent a riot. Tell me it was in my best interest to not do what Balance said. Or to do what Balance said, but then to have it cause the opposite effect. He was scary. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you go sleep in the room and I'll take this shift. Okay. And we'll talk in the morning about how we're not going to try and cause a riot. Because that's not a good idea. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> go sleep. <laughs> Why are you trying to get my friend in trouble? I go I go off. And, okay, and you can go, go off into I'm the trying, bedroom. Yes. I'm trying to save him from Mercifully dark in there. I like it. So based on your definition of trouble and saving him from trouble, angering the Lord is a good idea? No, not at all. Of course not. Could you do maybe maybe I've just forgotten. What was what was our orders? Our orders were to make sure there's no riot. Exactly. Our orders were to make sure there was no riot, and there was one other part. To make but... sure prisoners executed. Exactly. Now, how does confusing my little bard friend Aww. and convincing him your friend? to cause a riot help with those orders? Your bard friend is not confused. Seems confused to me. Listen, listen. <laughs> I feel like you're not hearing me. Your bard friend is concerned that if he follows balances orders, it's going to have the opposite effect. That songs and alcohol is going to get the crowd riled up. That's going to make there be a riot. I was merely trying to advise him on ways I thought he could help avoid there being a riot. And then I thought I'd better talk to you. Mm-hmm. That's a seven. The reason I woke you up is because after talking to him, I was not convinced that that was a foolproof plan. And I thought we better strategize about what to do in case it doesn't go as planned. Well, I mean, you seem to me like you really, at this point, are honestly trying to avoid a riot. And if that's the case, then we're all on the same page. Yes, we are. Wonderful. And should there be a riot, I will do everything in my power to protect and keep in custody of person. That's good. That's not all of my concern, though. Remember poor Hudson? Yeah. What, what was his crime? He broke a law. Which law? I don't follow merchant law. I'm not a merchant. Did he know he was breaking the law? Uh, he definitely knew the law. Are you a bard? Is there uh, but, a bard law? I'm not a bard. That would be me. I know. Is there a bard law? Is there a riot control law? How do we know that in failing to prevent the riot, we won't be committing some crime scribbled in some notebook in some desk somewhere? I'm pretty sure if I fail to do my, to do my job, I'm going to piss off my lord. I get that much. I am not an idiot. And so I'm going to do my job to the farthest and bestest I can. Now, I don't understand why you're trying to confuse these facts. I'm just saying we need a contingency plan in case it doesn't go as planned. Because if it doesn't go as planned, we're going to be the ones that mess up. Why would it not go as planned? I feel like we've been over this because alcohol... This does feel like a circle right now. ...and songs leads to a riot. Yes, and we've established that our bard friend is wise enough and smart enough and good enough at his job to do everything he can to avoid that. And then, should it happen, we have our abilities... We have our bard's friend's abilities and an entire town guard to do the second part of our job. So I don't understand how you think the riot's going to be a problem. You know what? I'll take a prison sentence as long as I'm not stuck in a cell with you. 
I'll bring to that, sir. I think we're done. Yeah. Unless you're going to set a specific plan in action as opposed to just be ready. If you're not going to tell Kara the truth about your plan... She's not going to help me. I think we've done about as much as we can on that front. Yeah. You want the bard to help encourage right. You don't want Kara to know. And Kara still intends to carry out her duties. Damn, I should not have woken her. That made things way worse. For the record, I have no idea what's going on anymore. All you're going to have to do is decide whether you want to instigate or try and prevent the riot. That's really what it's going to come down to. Pretty much. So what you're saying is this whole plan, either direction, hinges on me. So who's ready for an execution? It is the next day, and as the three of you are either waking up or gathering your thoughts and things for the morning... A pair of guards come in to escort Labruska to the site of the execution. The three of you are, of course, asked slash told to follow along. They open up her cell, and when they get to the door where the little guard table is, they retie her hands, just as a safety precaution, and they begin escorting her out of the building. And you're all following? Mm-hmm. They escort her up to the main floor, outside the building, and out towards the main gate. When you get to the main gate, there's another group of, say, six guards who step in line with you guys. So there's those two original guards leading the way, Labrusco right behind them, the three of you, and then the other six guards behind you. You're walking down the main road, at least this part of the city, headed towards the gallows, which are still in the city proper here on the east side. There's a small platform. The gallows, of course, are intended for normal-heighted people, so they do have to grab a stool. It's an adapter. As you approach, a number of citizens are lining the streets, and everyone can give me a perception check. I got a six. I got a twelve. Fifteen. Arnis, you can tell that there are a lot of excitable people here. It's hard to say whether or not they want to see this execution, or they are here on Labruska's behalf. Darvin, you can definitely tell the difference. There's a small pocket of people over there on your left and over there to your right who are definitely part of her group, or at least way of thinking. They sympathize with her, and they are here just to witness the last moments of her life and probably to shout out against anybody who starts bad-mouthing her. But there's a decent mix in the crowd. Okay. It's definitely not 50-50, though. Her supporters are in the minority. Okay. And as you approach the gallows, there is an executioner up there. He's a very large man. I don't know if I would call him fit. He is certainly powerful, but, you know, he hangs people for a living. That doesn't take a whole lot of muscle. And he's whistling to this rope that he has that's kind of like just swaying back and forth as he whistles. Very much like a snake charmer might. And as you get closer and closer, the rope kind of curls around. Ties itself into a noose. Oh, shit. Goes up, wraps itself around the gallows to hang down. The rope of climbing? It's a For him, it's an executioner's rope. <laughs> it's a rope of executing. It would be difficult to know whether or not can do other things. Unless you want to go up there and, hey, I really like your rope. Can I look at it for a few minutes? If you want to try to get the execution to do that, you can. And from somewhere in the crowd, someone throws a head of cabbage. <laughs> Not a full head, just like part of like the inner core. The part that's hurt. Cabbage will never hurt. And one of the guards stops as you continue up towards the gallows. He pushes some people aside. Who threw that? Who was that? I know it was someone out here. Everyone's just kind of looking around. As he turns around, free Labrusco! 
And you can't tell who it is. We just, whatever. Fuck it. We're killing this woman. Let's go. Is it Cabbage just, on the stage? He was throwing you guys in procession. It's just there on the path. If you want to pick it up and... Yeah, I want to pick like it up. Like an apple? Fine. You want to pick it up? Some cabbage? No, no, no. Wait, did it like shatter? And there's still like a, a small handful, like the tennis ball size. I'm going to yell something stupid like, Insubordination will not be tolerated and start throwing cabbage back at people. Oh, God. That's the worst idea in history. Well, if you want to instigate a riot. Not when you're hoping to start a riot. <laughs> One of the guards puts his hand on your shoulder and he's like, hey, hey, hey. Be cool. <laughs> weapons for this. Don't, don't waste your energy on vegetables. And I'm going to give him a hairy eyeball. So, sometimes, sometimes nuance goes further than sword. Nuance? You're calling, you're calling, oh, okay. People need to know. The crowd starts grumbling and he's like, you, bard person. Yeah. Get to it. Calm these people down. Play something soothing. Okay. Do you actually play something soothing? Is yes. it your intention to soothe the crowd? Yes. Okay. Performance roll, please. Play something soothing or attempt to. I got a seven. I never start out well. <laughs> I just have to tune it first. I'm sorry, I should have tuned my mood. Neither her supporters nor her detractors cared for your music. Oh, that's and... a shitty song. What was this song about? What was your shitty song about? My my shitty song was about the fact that we should just all love each other. <laughs> Everybody roll perception check again. 17! And 12 again. 9. Kara, you see a couple of people, uh, you don't know who they are, and they pull out small clubs. Like English police batons. I'm going to point them out to the guard. Like, you two, right there, those two. <sighs> okay, those guards go out, and they... And it takes them a second to find these people in the crowd, but eventually they grab them by the collar as they're trying to squirm away and just knees and elbows into sides. And these two folks in the crowd just go down. And see that before her supporters. <sighs> Nobody takes this well. The crowd starts arguing amongst themselves. They're going to be beating people up. I can't do a lot to suit them. Okay. You can see someone hold up a sign now. Justice for Labruska. Okay. See someone else with a sign that just says, Stupid Lord can't hide the truth. hinges entirely on one person, and that's really... What hinges on one person? Really, the Lord's plan oh. hinges on me. No, 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 no. Or the Count's plan. And so does mine. <laughs> She's still on her way to be executed. Okay. Uh, they get her up to the gallows. Yeah, and... opportunity. I want to play something. You can certainly play a song as they string her up. Yeah. They're getting her up on the stool, getting... The rope around her neck. It's a 12. Better, but it ain't great. Again, your intention is to calm these people. Yep. So. The people who want to see her dead are now getting very excited because they see the rope going around and it's tightening itself as the executioner kind of whistles to it. Oh, 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 it's about to happen. But there's a couple of her supporters who are there's more cabbage. There's potatoes being thrown now up at the gallows. At the guards. Everyone can give me a dexterity save. See if you get hit by fruit. I got 11. 13. 18. Kara, you take a potato to the dome. Oh, damn. <laughs> but you look down and there's this scruffy looking fucking teenager. And he's got a sack with him and there's just a bunch of food in it. And he's pulling it out and throwing it at the stage. At this point, a representative of the city. Someone in Count Balance's court. Comes up onto the stage, sorry, the gallows, and starts reading off the list of crimes of Labruska's. 
We have here this woman accused and found guilty of libel and slander against our king and his royal family. As she has refused to recant her position, she has been sentenced to death. May this be a sign to all that treason is not tolerated here or anywhere in the kingdom of Sarakar. At this point, he rolls up his paper and steps aside. Is there anything you would like to do? I want to try to play again. Okay. This is your intent still to calm the crowd. Yeah. I'm sorry I keep asking, but I just... No, that's fine. I need to know since Darwin's plan was otherwise. Yeah, yes. Shittiest part ever today. I got an 11. No, 12. Sorry. The crowd seems to pause for a moment in anticipation of what is about to happen. Darvin or Kara, is there anything you're doing? Yeah, she just played, right? She just, yeah, she's playing her song right now in the background. <laughs> this is my last plan, but this is my only option left. I'm going to stand up and say, ladies and gentlemen, Valiant has asked me to speak for a moment. I want to run and tackle this idiot. What the fuck are you doing? And I'm going to take my hood off so they know who I am. <gasps> what the fuck are you doing? They didn't know I, they didn't know I was a monk. Probably know I'm a guy in a row. Dressed like a monk. So, so now they know who I am. There's definitely some upper class folk here who will recognize you, but there's a lot of lower level. like okay, A so. lot of west side people who may okay. not recognize okay. you. If you want everyone to know, you got to say So I name. will say, my name is Darvin Graham, and most of you know me. Do you still want yeah, to tackle Yeah, I want him? to tackle this idiot. I was hiding as a monk. Is it a strength check, right? Yeah, it will be. Keep going. Keep going, Darvin. That's three. So that I could surprise you with my appearance here. I'm trying really hard not to give one of my secret identity mm-hmm. at the same time. Valance has asked me... Valance. Valance has Val- asked Valiant. me to assuage you of any doubt you have that this execution is just and legal. Okay. And the morally right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Again, what the fuck are you doing? This is crazy. I know, right? It's the only thing I can think of. If I did nothing, Mm -hmm. it was going to be bad. Now it's going to be worse. I had to try. Sorry, Scott. Did I break the game? No, you didn't break the game. I'm just recognizing some things in my brain right now. And and just so you understand, I'm trying. I I think you already know this, but I'm trying to do the exact opposite of what I say I'm trying to do. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to piss people off. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, Convince me of that with your words. Okay. Just so you know, she slandered against the king. She said things that weren't true, or at least they probably weren't true. (laughs) I I imagine our fact checkers are very thorough, and the things she said cannot possibly have been true. She said terrible, terrible things, and those things she said hurt people. Well, I mean, not physically, because (laughs) words can't actually hurt people physically, but you understand, it's the same effect. So Valiant has asked me to assure you... His name is Count Valence. Sorry, you're on a roll. Keep going. By my family's position and knowledge of such things, that this execution is not only just, it is necessary. This small, short, female thing... She's a halfling. I'm sorry, halfling. (laughs) Thank you. ...will never again hurt us by setting pen to paper. We are safe from the ink that tarnishes this country. And possibly our own hands, if it bleeds. Roll a dexterity saving throw. She did very poorly. Is that a crit fail? As you're wrapping up... I'm staring with my mouth open. Kara just bolts up and tackles you to the ground. Just knocks the wind out of you. What's going on here? What um, are you doing? Roll performance. 
I will give you disadvantage because you just got tackled. Yes. Come on, die. Come on. You have to roll twice, take the lower. Ten. You have a minus to performance? Minus one, yeah. Damn. What are other people doing? You've just tackled, I tackled him. Darvin. And I've got him like on the ground, full on like sitting on him, like, what the hell are you doing? Okay. Balance asked me to do Arnis. Are you check on that? <laughs> still playing? I was gonna, and then I was so dumbfounded by what happened yeah. that I just stopped. You should play the song reminding them of her crimes, so they know. I'm not sure that's a good idea. I think you've just kind of taken that from Arnis there with your little speechy speech. You could reinforce it. He. He, sorry. People are starting to lose their shit a bit. <laughs> You've certainly angered the people who were on the state's side, the people who wanted to see this execution. You are calling into doubt all of the facts and the reasons why this is supposed to be a show of force against someone who's clearly in the wrong. You start casting doubt on this stuff and seeing another person of the guard try to tackle you and silence you. They're not sure what to believe right now. Oh, my character's so uh, dead. People <laughs> start shoving and pushing through the crowd. Uh, uh, fists are getting raised. I'm going to try to Fights are breaking out. Can you try? Mm-hmm. You can do that. Eight. So you're trying to play a very soothing song. A very calming song. And Labuska's followers are starting to calm down. Unfortunately, the rabble who came out here just to see someone get hanged are still just all riled up, and some of them are now rushing the gallows in an effort to kind of speed up the process here a little bit. The guards are doing their best to hold them back, and one of them turns to the executioner and just says, Just do it! Just do it! The sooner she's dead, the sooner this is over with. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> They're resting the stage. And, we have to, I'm, I'm trying to silence him. Oh, uh, yeah. And you're on top of him right yeah. now. And the executioner goes over to kick the stool out from under her. And she starts strangling. So, what are people doing? I'm continuing to keep him on the ground. Okay. You can do, uh... It'll be strength for you, and then strength or dex for you. Dex. It's an 18. I also got an 18. He is unable to overpower you, Kara. But he's a stormy dude. And Darwin's been able to stand himself back up. You've got a hand on the back of his cloak. You might be able to yank him back, but he can very easily try to burst free of your hold. You do not have a good grasp on him anymore. What's going on? I'm going to kick him in the back of the knee. You're going to try and keep him, him from in the moving. face. <laughs> I was going to keep playing. Oh, keep playing then. My, my shitty, shitty songs. I'm going to keep attempting. Oh, motherfucker. That's a nine. I'm not sure what you're trying to play at this point, Aranis, <laughs> but the tempo is clearly too fast. It's a very exciting song. I'm also very scared at the moment, which probably doesn't help. So, what you doing? Actually, let's let everybody, just in case you want to jump in in a second. So, the three of you roll initiative. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> so, let us start with Darvin. 19. Kara. 8. You did better than me. Aramis. 4. I don't think my hands are Darvin, accomplished, but the cats is fun. This whole scene is just falling. The crowd is rushing the stage. Guards are fighting frantically to hold them back. Every once in a while, you might see like the spear butt being thrown. No one's been seriously wounded yet, but fruit, vegetables, 
small rocks are being thrown. You just got tackled by this barmaid. What are you doing? Carl still has your cloak. Fistful your cloak. Yeah. So what I want to do is, like, not actually hurt her, but, like, look like I'm fighting her to, to try and incite the crowd to some sort of more violence. Do you know what I mean? Maybe do some kind of grapple or grapple escape. I'm like, you know. Do you actually want to get out of her grasp? Yes. You can give me another strength or dexterity and you can combat that with your strength. Uh, Try to hold on. I crit failed. That's 16. You try to dip and dive a little bit and you start taking off. (laughs) Car pulls back and just feels and you fall on your back. Kara, you've instigated a riot. Isn't this where we're supposed to... <laughs> I've instigated the riot. Yeah, you're the one that attacked me. Are you stage. Kidding? What did you think was going to happen? Let's see. Rushka's followers are going to continue to try to push up past the guards. The guards are holding them back. The rest of the crowd's going to start attacking them. The, the crowd is useless at this point. <laughs> Kara, what are you doing? You just yanked you his ass your short sword on you? No, I wouldn't. Okay, he's, he's on the ground? Yeah, he's on the ground. I want to attempt to, with him on the ground, stealthily draw my dagger and hold it on him so no one sees. Roll stealth. It's at 15 on my stealth. You can roll perception, Aris. I'm going to roll for the NPCs. Why am I rolling? Darwin will obviously know that there's a dagger to his throat. Yeah. This is just to see if you see it. I got a 20. It's not a What'd crit. you get? 15. Everybody knows you pulled this dagger. Okay, well, that works. (laughs) So I rolled two 15s and an 18 for the NPCs. So everybody sees you grab this nobleman by the collar, throw him to the ground, pull a dagger out of your boot, just slam it up next to his neck. Are you doing anything else? I will say, this is a legal execution. Stop. Uh, The guards are going to try to push back the crowd. So the crowd slowly is inching in closer to the gallows. Meanwhile, Labruska is up there kicking her little legs, uh, slowly strangling to death. Uh, the executioner is standing firm by the rope. He's just here to see, make sure this happens. Aranus. I'm going to do something that I should have done a while ago. I'm going to cast a bardic inspiration on myself. <sighs> I feel good. There's Which, something about a riot. Which I should have done, like... Two times ago, and I don't really have any intention of fighting anyone, so I am going to attempt one more time to play something that will calm everybody the fuck down. Okay. You're inspired. This is more like what you're used to seeing a crowd like. That's true. At least somebody, something to get everybody like singing with me and distracted or something. That's what I needed. I don't even need the bardic inspiration. That's a 17. Are you sure you don't want to add your bardic inspiration? Just to be on the safe side. Right. Now it's a 21. There you go. (laughs) It wouldn't have mattered at all. Everybody rolled in the single digits. It doesn't matter. It had to work. You find your groove. You finally find your groove, and you start playing, and the crowd starts letting up a bit. They're not docile by any means. No, of course not. But you can see that they're kind of losing their will to push forward. The guards are starting to get them pushed back. The signs are coming down. No one's throwing any more fruit at the moment. But there is still kind of a mosh pit in front of the gallows. It's just a writhing mass of bodies slowly getting pushed back. Darvin, what would you like to do? You've got a dagger to your throat. The only thing I can do is try and to escape in a way that very much shows the crowd there's still conflict going on. Mm-hmm. Roll to escape again. Kara, roll to keep him down. 
12. Despite your best efforts, you are unable to loose yourself from this woman's grasp. The dagger is cutting off your means of escape. The crowd is... Bruska's followers are getting pushed back between the song and the efforts of the normal citizenry, who clearly outnumber them. They are quickly losing ground. Kara, would you like to do anything? Hold my ground. Okay. The guard continues to watch over Labruska as her movements get slower and slower. It will be very soon, and she will be dead. Arnis? I'm just going to take a seat. You're just going to go grab the stool and sit down? No, no. <laughs> I'm just going to have a seat somewhere, like on the steps or whatever. Because, okay. I mean, you know, despite having done what I was told, I don't, I don't particularly feel good about having aided in an execution, so... So I've done I've done as much as I'm gonna do. Time for the crowd. They continue to push and shove. A couple people get shoved to the ground, get stepped on. Nobody's advancing on the stage anymore. This is kind of devolved into small petty personal disputes. The guards are gonna go out and either force people to move along at spear point, get the hell out of here. They're gonna hit people on the back of the head. They're gonna threaten arrest. They're mostly talking to the lower class citizens, just because they're easier to threaten. And Kara. Is the halfling dead yet? Not yet. Then I will continue to hold my position. Oh, sorry, Darvin, <laughs> you definitely have one more action before Lebrusk is dead. I will try to escape again. Okay. I had an 18. You struggle and struggle, and every time you think you're getting up, either the dagger starts pressing against your neck, or a knee starts pressing against your ribs... And there's nothing you can do. And meanwhile, Labruska breathes her last, does a final little kick, and just hangs. Seeing this, the executioner wipes his forehead. That was a bit more exciting than usual. The crowd, her supporters, start fighting back against the guards a little more. Seeing one of their spokesmen killed in front of them has enraged a few of them. A couple of guards are going to walk away from this with black eyes. Luckily for them, the crowd didn't bring any weapons to actually murder. Supporters of the state are, having successfully seen an execution, feel a lot better about themselves and this community in which they have placed their faith, and start straightening themselves up, getting ready to go back home and gossip about how this treasonous woman got her just due. Kara, what would you like to do? The woman's dead. Sheath my dagger and stand up off him. Walk over to you. All right, Arnis. I think we're going to fall out of initiative order. You guys are free to do what you want to do. The guards are going to clean up the rabble here. Um, without saying anything, I just get up and start walking back toward the bar. Meaning to talk to the guards. Arnis, before you can leave the scene, one of the guards stops you and says, No, no, no. We've, we've got to go back to the royal house first. Give a report. And then Count Valance will dismiss you. I'm not, I'm not a guard. I did what he asked. I just want to go home. So we get to go home after you give your report on this incident. Fine. Oh, you can. She's dead. That's what we wanted. Yeah. Okay. What did you want to do? I wanted to talk to the guards. Okay, you can talk to a guard. Did you see that? I was just doing what the lions asked me, and she attacked me. Yeah, we saw. <laughs> I not believe you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so arrest her. Oh, we're all going back to see Count Valens. Don't you worry. Fine. So poorly. For you. Nah. Yes. I got it figured out. Don't That's worry. Kara, so what are you doing? You right. said you went over to R. They're not letting us leave, and I'm going with them. As the guards clear people out of the area, they've arrested a few of the more violent offenders. 
the executioner, whistles to his rope, and starts untying from around Labruska's neck. And she collapses to the planks, and a couple... She's, she's tiny. He has one assistant. He comes up, grabs her, throws kind of like a shroud over her, picks her up, goes with you back to see Count Alice. And everybody's headed back to the royal house. Mm-hmm. You head back into his main room. Count Valance is sitting there. And the executioner's assistant walks up, stops about ten feet in front of his throne, lays her body down, pulls it back just to show her face. He nods to the executioner's assistant, waves him away, and he leaves, leaving Labruska's body here on the floor. Count Valance Well, I can see we've had a successful execution. Very good. Did we have any trouble with the citizens? It's fine. None that we could handle. Is he talking to us? He's addressing everybody in the room. She attacked me on stage. <sighs> oh, fuck, man. And I'm just going to simply say he attempted to speak for your lordship. Oh, one minute here. How is he going to react <laughs> to this? I think people are going to actually be honest for a change. What did he say? He had said that you told him to speak in your stead about her crimes, but it did so in such a way to incite further violence from the crowd. Uh, tell me, Master Darwin, did I tell you that? You did, did not. I say these things? You did not. But no, so why would you do it? Things were not going well, and someone needed to step in and calm the crowd. What? I may not be the ideal public speaker, but... I have a well-known name, and I thought it would be in everyone's best interest, especially your lordships, if I took the initiative and used my name to try and calm the crowd down. Please roll a persuasion against him. (laughs) And then I have something to say. Oh, great. I see. So I take it that Grayley... Great. Wasn't able to keep the crowd calm. With all respect, your lordship, he did nothing to calm the crowd. I know what he's woven for you is an excellent story, worthy of the greatest bard, greater than me, frankly. But all he did was frame this woman's crimes to inspire doubt in the crowd, to say that perhaps your fact-checkers had not checked all of the facts of her story appropriately before accusing her and sentencing her for her crimes. I will tell you, I tried my best. I did not play my best today, but the guards will attest that eventually I did help calm the crowd. They were pushed back. And and some of the, cr- the guards start nodding. Sorry. And there were very few injuries and no deaths. No riot happened. Roll me a persuasion. Can I give myself some inspiration real quick? I'm just kidding. If you want. You're not going to let me do that. You'll, you'll let me give I'm myself inspiration? I'm definitely going to let you do that. Because it's not going to make any fucking difference at all based on the smile that you are giving me. It's a 16. Tell me, how is it that you inspire yourself? I don't know. Bardic inspiration is usually playing some music or giving a speech. or So how does this work when it's internalized? <laughs> it's like a mm, him. I have a, I have a particular, like... I have a particular song that kind of runs that kind of runs through my head that kind of that kind of pumps me up and inspires me. Count Valance, roll the one. God. He takes your words directly to heart and raises an eyebrow to you as he stands up. This is the first time you've seen him standing. He is like six and a half feet tall. Holy shit. He's very thin. 
He's very elfy. He is quite tall. Master Darwin. And while I am willing to believe your tale, he, on the other hand, tells a much more believable one. And calls one of the guards forward, whisper a small exchange, basically asking for corroboration. Sends the guard back to behind you guys where they've been standing. Now, I am extremely happy that this woman is dead as he looks down at her body. But I wish you had acted in your own best interest. I thought I was. From what I can tell, these two here were acting in their best interest. That one. In the city's best interest. That one, yes. That one played well and admirably. But the crowd was stirred up from the get-go. I did my best to calm them. I didn't think my words made them less calm, but I'm not a great public speaker. I'm hardly qualified for it, but someone had to say something before an all-out riot started. I certainly did my best. I apologize if that wasn't the effect it had. This one attacked me on stage, further instigating violence. She only attacked you because your words were riling up the crowd. Yes. Thank you, Gray. Sorry, buddy. I don't want to go to jail. I did not think my words were riling up the crowd. Bart's I apologize if that was the case. Bart's it was certainly not my intention. Jail. You can roll me a persuasion. I just... See if you can... I don't want to go to jail. Convince him of some amount of leniency. 17. This time, Count Balance rolls a 20. Fuck. <laughs> he bit hard on Arnus's story. It was the truth which really helped. So was mine. Mm, okay. <laughs> Different version of the truth. Mm. Which is how we were dealing here, all in these. There's, there's facts, and then there's fact facts. <laughs> now, since you haven't explicitly broken a law, I don't think you can be arrested. However, this is good. <laughs> however, your actions lead me to believe that maybe you didn't think this was the right course. Maybe you felt some sympathy for this woman. Did she promise you money? Did she promise you favors? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what she offered you. She's dead. Now you've robbed me of something. And that is the joy of spreading your identity around by revealing it yourself. So I believe you owe me now. And until I can figure out how it is you can repay me, I think you should be my guest here. <laughs> Good luck working for your god now. Don't say that out loud. I don't. Unless there's anything you have to say on your behalf. I've said it already. <laughs> I've told you the truth. You don't hear it. I have nothing else to say. In that case, guards, again, he motions up and they come and roughly grab you. And they begin escorting you down to the cells. And they throw you in right next to Hudson, adjacent cell, not the same cell as him. Lock the gate. It's very much like prison bars. Reach out, but you can't step out. Uh, Go up to the ledger, put your name on there, they initial it, date, and you're in prison. Clearly. Kara and Aranis, I wish to thank you for your service and for keeping his voice to a minimum. You have served me very well, and it will not be forgotten. Is there anything you would ask of me? Not at this time. No, your lordship. Just just that you let us go. Return to our lives. Very well. But I may ask for your assistance again. Of course. This matter here with the halfling woman is just about completed. I may have one more job for you. If I may speak, my lord, I would rather not. I apologize. I apologize if that's if that's blunt or I am out of place. But I this was hard for me. This is not something that I usually do and I it it, it 
it, it has taken its toll, and I, I'm out of my element here. I see. Hmm. Hmm. At any rate, Mr. Gray, I know where to find you if I need you. He's not flat out agreeing to never ask for your help again, just letting you know right where to find you. But yes, if there's nothing else to report on these incidents and the successful execution today, I will let you take your leave. Thank you, my lord. Thank you. And we leave. And we leave. And we end this day with Master Darwin Grimm having revealed himself, now in a holding cell. Daddy's not going to like that. We have Arnis Gray and Kara Frostfall returning to the Bard's Rest, where they certainly have the rest of the night to themselves. And with that, we'll bring this chapter to a close. But the story will always continue. Podcast art created by Vanessa Blockland. You can find more of her art on Facebook or at vanessablockland.com. Blockland, spelled B-L-O-K-L-A-N-D. Podcast music by Daryl Dibber Reconos. You can find more of his music at dibber.mo or at soundcloud.com slash dibbermusic. Dibber spelled D-I-B-U-R. Thank you for listening to this chapter in Seasons of Skyrim. If you like what you heard, please rate and review us on your podcast platform of choice. If you want to reach out to us personally, you can find us on Twitter at Skyrim Podcast or email us at skyrenpodcast at gmail.com. We are also on Facebook, where you can like and follow us, or just chat with some awesome people. Thank you again for joining us. We'll see you next time.